Hello, everyone. My name is Ethan Birdwell, and uh, this podcast is called Where Does It Say That? I'm with my co-host, Matt Hoffman, and we're going to discuss all things biblical. And uh, to start out this conversation with you guys, we're going to start out with a few questions. I'm going to turn it over to my co-host. Why do we name this podcast Where Does It Say That? So the, the name Where Does It Say That is kind of uh, a double meaning. Uh, so first of all, we're, we're hoping to show some passages and verses that, that may open some people's eyes and give a broader understanding of the, the story, the, the larger narrative of Scripture. Um, secondly, though, we want to refute some of the, the very errant um, ideas and beliefs that people might have. So we'd be asking the question, where does it say that? Um, to kind of get at some of the things that they're saying. We want, we want to see what the Bible actually says and, and then maybe be able to shed some light on, on where that error began or uh, where they can find other information on something like that. What is the theological framework we're working from and what's the hermeneutic we're wanting to, uh, to use to understand Scripture? So we're not really working from much of a theological framework. Um, theology is what has caused the problem in the church, over overthinking what the Scripture says. Um, we take Scripture very literally. Um, so the Gospels and anywhere that Jesus is speaking uh, is law. Um, it's meant to be taken seriously and obeyed. Um, he's meant to be taken at his word, not, not to have things added to it. So the, the epistles and acts are going to act like a commentary for us, um, to help us to apply those things to our lives. And and then we take, um, the anti-Nicene fathers, um, to see how they understood the teachings of Jesus and the apostles. So, um, what you'll find in the anti-Nicene fathers is that they took scripture very literally. The most natural, literal understanding of, of a scripture is how they took it. So what we're not going to do on this podcast is to do mental gymnastics to get around what, what's plainly said in Scripture. Uh, we aren't going to be concerned with what theologians have labeled as orthodox. So there are going to be a lot of the things we're going to talk about um, in the groups that we identify with that are not considered orthodox, but we're not afraid of that. We're not going to back down from that. Um, that's, a, that's, a, that's a straw man ad hominem attack to go against um, to say somebody automatically is unorthodox because of something they say that you disagree with. And so we're going to, we're going to work against a lot of that, um, wherever we can. Um, we always want to remember that Jesus and the apostles weren't theologians or, or academics. Um, they said what they meant and they said it plainly and simply, and that's how we're to interpret it. Um, so the, the hermeneutic then is, is a literal understanding. So for example, when Jesus says, um, turn the other cheek, that's what he means. Um, The only thinking required there is how that applies across my life, not what he really meant. Um, What is the faithful response to that command across all the aspects of my life, beginning with actually not retaliating in a physical encounter? So we're we're not going to add to what Jesus said there. We're going to try to interpret that across our lives. You know, another example that, that comes up quite a bit is, is the swearing of oaths. Um, I will not swear an oath or any of the like things. So, so am I saying that a Christian can't be a soldier? Well, not if I have to swear an oath. That's exactly what we're saying. That's exactly what scripture is saying. Uh, so they can't be a police officer. Someone would say, um, not if an oath is required. Well, what about lawyers and doctors? 
scripture says make no oath at all. So that's how we kind of interpret the scriptures, and that's the hermeneutic that we work from. It's 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 literal. Um, it's a literal command. Then we apply it. Um, what can I be involved in, and what can I not be involved in? We don't want to twist the command itself, but then we want to take it out into our lives in all of the aspects that that command might tr- might uh, touch. People really love to to label things. How should they label us? Are we Amish? Are we Mennonites? What is what is this called? Well, it's it's called Christianity, <laughs> but I know that 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 won't suffice for people. Um, we would find ourselves in the Anabaptist tradition, um, but I once heard um, Dean Taylor, who used to be the president of Sattler College, say that Anabaptist is not necessarily. Um, it shouldn't be understood as a denomination per se. It is a hermeneutic in itself. It's it's the way that we understand the scriptures. Um, we would be better described as kingdom Christians. That's how the early church fathers and the earliest Christians described themselves. Um, Jesus is Lord, and he has given us commands on how we are to live within his kingdom. Um, there's a lot of people out there that would say that Jesus is Lord or uh, say that he is the king sitting on his throne, but then they don't do the things that he says. So we're going to believe that if he is a king, if he is Lord, then those who are going to be in his kingdom do the things that he says. Um, he's He's the king, and we we obey if we desire to live in his kingdom. Um, we don't have divided loyalties. We don't uh, have an earthly kingdom. Um, we, we, we live where we're at by kingdom values as aliens and foreigners in a strange land. Uh, we have our own king that we, that we uh, have allegiance to seems like this can meet a lot of opposition and get people upset. It does. Um, people are conditioned to believe certain things. Um, traditions cloud our view. We, we read the scriptures through the lenses of tradition and through the lenses of our, our theologies. Um, people hold those theological perspectives very near and dear. Uh, so-and-so couldn't be wrong, or this person has helped me so much in my life, and they, they teach this. Uh, my parents always believed this and that. Um, we run into that even within um, the people that we know, the circles that we we travel in. Um, we've had to overcome those things as well in our lives, um, and it's been a painful road, but it's worth it once you get to the other side. Once you can learn to read Scripture without those theological lenses, um, when you can realize that you do have those things and then try to work past them, it, it opens Scripture up in a whole new way. Um, you have an opportunity to, to live out the Scriptures much better, so... Um, it's a much more solid position to stand on what Jesus said than to take a stand on what someone else says. Um, because so-and-so helped you in your life doesn't really mean anything. Because Jesus said it is the perfect position to stand on. Um, Jesus meant what he said. Uh, I don't think we will stand before Christ and have him say, you took me too seriously, depart from me. That's That doesn't seem to be what Scripture says is going to happen. Well, th- this should be a fun ride, and we hope to be back with a new podcast each week and examine some difficult topics. It's our prayer uh, that you will learn and grow and examine all that is said. Until next time, thanks for listening, and God bless.